Hello, and welcome to the Civilian Podcast. My name is Sarah Bowl, and I am your host and fellow sojourner as we go on this adventure to find less argument and more conversation in the political world and with civic issues. If you're here today, you've likely found me through the email newsletter, and I want to thank you for letting me show up in your inboxes, for reading, for writing, for reaching out on social media, and most importantly, maybe, for coming to hear my voice. Um, My goal with this podcast is to answer reader questions and to dive a little bit deeper into the issues that I've covered in the email newsletter. However, today I wanted to start out by talking a little bit about why I started The Civilian and what the name means. Back in 2018, a few months before the midterm elections, I was extremely frustrated. Everywhere I turned, there seemed to be misleading information about political issues and political candidates. I did not know where to turn to find factual information without some sort of opinion. Media outlets online and on TV, they all have to have attention-grabbing headlines, and for that reason, it's sometimes hard to know what to believe. I saw this trend happening with a lot of my friends, and we were in danger of becoming checked out or apathetic to the election news, which is dangerous. We, want, we don't want to be checked out. We want to care and we want to know what's going on and how we should vote. So when I came across an issue that I was confused about, I started going on a fact-finding mission. I called many, many different sources online to find the most comprehensive view of the issue I could without being partisan or biased. After I did that, I thought, well, hey, I just did all this research. Maybe I'll throw it out on social media in case anyone else is feeling the same way that I do. At first, I was sharing it in a very long format, and it got a few hits and likes, but not very many. That's understandable. But when I was researching um, a ballot initiative we had here in the state of Missouri, it made sense to my brain to make it into a flowchart format. Again, I threw it up on social media. I even commented to my husband that I didn't think anyone was ever going to read it. And lo and behold, that thing went viral. Uh, Tons of people in Missouri were looking at it, reading it, and sharing it. And I thought, hey, you know, maybe maybe I've really hit on something. Maybe maybe people are really wanting this simplified graphic format where they can see the facts without any bias or partisan stance. So that's how The Civilian was born. I thought the name The Civilian was perfect because, first of all, I am a civilian. I'm not a journalist. I don't work in politics. I'm not a politician. Just a regular person, just like you. I'm trying to find out what these issues are about. Secondly, I want us to talk in a civil way. I want it to be more conversation, no arguments. I don't think that there's any reason for us to get all upset about the sharing of information. I think if we can all talk in a civil way, then we can really combat the polarization that's um, become our political landscape lately. 
Lastly, the name The Civilian really works for me because we also talk a lot about civic issues. That's something that I really want to cover in the future. We've talked a little bit about how to contact your congressmen and women um, and things like that. I think we just need basic information. So as I mentioned, we've covered um, how to contact your politicians. We've also covered the government shutdown. And for the past few weeks, I've been talking a lot about the Mueller investigation. And for the rest of this episode, I want to answer a couple reader questions that have come in about the Mueller investigation. The first question is, Sarah, you covered the Mueller investigation timeline starting when Robert Mueller was Um, appointed as special counsel. But can you tell us a little bit more about the lead up and how we got there? Yes. So before President Trump was elected in 2016, a few months before that, uh, he had a campaign advisor named George Papadopoulos. In the summer, I believe, he was bragging to to some Australian diplomats saying that Russia had a ton of explosive emails from Hillary Clinton. After suddenly those emails were released into the public, uh, those Australian diplomats told their U.S. counterparts who then reported that to the FBI. This started a long series of craziness, basically, in the FBI. Um, The FBI started to do a secret investigation to see if there was any connection between these Russian operatives and the Trump campaign. They did not tell anyone about this investigation for a very long time. Even in staff meetings they had, they would not reference this secret investigation at all. So a lot of people inside the FBI didn't even know that this was going on and that the president was connected at all. However, in March 2017, James Comey admitted that they were looking at the president in connection with these Russian allegations. He then appointed Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein to take over, and Rod Rosenstein appointed uh, Special Counsel Robert Mueller to start this separate investigation. Because Jeff Sessions recused himself, Trump was furious. He saw this as the ultimate betrayal. He couldn't believe that his guy, Jeff Sessions, had let this investigation get into someone else's hands. This started a months-long, basically one-sided feud between the president and Sessions. Lots of angry tweets um, coming from the president, and he finally asked Jeff Sessions to resign. So that is how we got started in the Mueller investigation. And if you want to go back to the newsletter, that's thecivilian.substack.com. You can pick up where that left off and go through the entire timeline of the Mueller investigation. This made President Trump very angry and Later, he fired James Comey. He made up a pretext, but then later admitted that this is basically why he fired Comey. Because of all of this upheaval at the FBI, the attorney general's office decided that it was in their best interest to start a separate investigation into this Russian collusion. Because Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who had been appointed by Trump, was involved in the campaign and sort of in the room when it happened, uh, when these campaign officials were allegedly speaking to Russian operatives. 
and Russian um, diplomats. And he himself had had a conversation with the Russian ambassador. He decided it would be best to recuse himself from the investigation as to not throw in his bias in any way. So the next question I got was, has Mueller found anything on Trump? And if he has, why haven't we heard about it yet? This is a complicated question because we don't have a lot of information. The special counsel's office uh, does not like to comment on any ongoing investigation, and they keep very quiet. There's been a few exceptions, which I'll cover in a minute. But the only thing we've seen out of the investigation are a bunch of indictments that they've thrown down. So this means that they've already investigated something, they've found some wrongdoing in their eyes, and they have issued an indictment for someone to be criminally charged and put on trial for various reasons. That's all we've seen. We have not seen anyone come out and say, yes, we see that President Trump is connected to this. We see that President Trump has either obstructed justice, asked witnesses to lie for him, threatened witnesses, or that he has uh, talked to Russians one-on-one or tampered at all with the election. We haven't seen anything that is actually 100% connected the president to this investigation. We don't know. So the answer, I guess, is that we don't know. However, 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 we also have tons of media outlets that are trying to find the exact same information. And I have a feeling that if Mueller has found a, you know, a definitive answer, that the press would also be likely to find this out. So this is my opinion, my humble opinion, again, as a civilian, not an expert. I don't think that they have found anything yet. Not to say that they won't in the future. Uh, The reason I bring in the press is because we saw with Watergate and Richard Nixon and with Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, we saw the press get a hold of these issues at about the same time as uh, the investigations were getting the information. So that's what leads me to believe that Mueller maybe doesn't have anything quite yet that definitively links Trump to the Russian um, effort to influence the 2016 election. Now, maybe we'll see differently in the next few weeks. Uh, Since Jeff Sessions resigned, there has been a acting attorney general named Matthew Whitaker in the office. Um, And he is um, on Trump's team, basically. Like, he is a Trump guy, and that's come under a lot of heat and fire in the past few weeks. But he has said that the Mueller investigation is wrapping up. So hopefully in the near future, we'll see a result. Now... This is going to be tricky on the po- on the part of the publics because there's a possibility that we will never know what the Mueller investigation has um, come up with. Their only obligation is to send a report to Congress outlining uh, the basics of what they found and if they found any criminal activity. Uh, so they don't even have to release the entire report to Congress. Now, Congress is probably going to have a problem with that and we'll see how they react, but we don't really know what information we're going to get. There is a lot of push from Congress to to make sure that we get the most um, transparent report that we can. And I certainly hope that that's the case. We will see, however, 
if there is a criminal activity and we will see if there is a link between Trump and anything in the investigation. And if we do see anything that has happened um, that would cause the Democrats to start the process of impeachment, um, that's going to be a whole nother ball of wax. And I talk a little bit about the impeachment process and everything that's involved in this week's issue of The Civilian. Again, you can go to thecivilian.substack.com to view that. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. If you have more questions, please send them to me. You can find me on Twitter at The Civilian News. And thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope to see you next time.